hello, hello, hello. We got audio. I think we got audio tonight. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure we got audio tonight. Uh, welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. Hope everyone is having a wonderful Thursday. Uh, I'm trying some new camera angles in the studio today, so it might be different over the next couple shows. Trying to figure out how, how I can get more separation from the background. Obviously, like the a little uh, more blurry back there, my, my F-stop. Uh, I got a really good lens that I've had for a long time, and I, I feel like I can get better action out of it. Uh, so if you don't like me up close, I know you were never asked uh, to see me this close, but, uh, but you're going to have to deal with it at least for tonight. Uh, guys, we got a great show for you tonight. Like, the, like probably one of the most, ex- uh, the most excited I've ever been for a show. Uh, it's going to be awesome. But of course, let's start off with sponsors. We got toplobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on break the cycle, where you can get this great Joe Biden, wear the mask shirt that I'm wearing tonight, uh, by using BTC at checkout for a 10% discount, or you can join the Patreon subscribe star or become a member of this here YouTube channel under all my videos, uh, by hitting the join link under them uh, and get into the uh, private discord server where you can get all of his new designs up to two weeks early before they go to the general public at like a 30 percent discount or you can go join his patreon support him because he's the man honestly he's he's like 75 uh, percent of the show and you barely ever see him uh and of course executive producer of the show anthemplanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs uh they're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently uh, guys, seriously, if you have a business, go check them out. I'm, I'm telling you, it's worth every uh, every second you spend going to their website. Um, but guys, we got a great show for you tonight. Like I said, I'm very excited for this one. Uh, if you were around for the last Conspiracy Couch episode, it was pretty fun. Uh, we had Ryan Dawson on, of course. Uh, I wanted to make it something more regular, at least once a month or so, uh, to, to come together with my good friends, uh, Dan Smots and Dave Casey and somebody else that is great uh, conspiracy theorist. Uh, so let's get started. Of course, we have my good friend and the host of Dave vs. Goliath, an all-around badass, Mr. Dave Casey. Sir, how are you? Dude, I'm doing great. What's happening, Josh? What's up, man? Glad to have you. And of course, the host of the System Is Down podcast, and of course, and one of the uh, one of the best video editors around. If you hadn't caught his new video uh, about the mandates, you're missing out. It was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. He is Mr. Dan Smot, sir. How are you? What is up, degenerate plague rats, Josh? <laughs> Josh, thank you so much for having me. I of, appreciate it. Of course, man. I'm glad you're here. And our uh, our guest of honor, the host of the Propaganda Report. Uh, someone that you don't want to argue with ever, Miss Monica Perez. How are you tonight, ma'am? I'm great, but I don't think I'm a conspiracy theorist. I, don't think, I think so it's all in evidence. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you're a conspiracy theorist either. I, I say that because it's conspiracy couch, and because a lot of people would call us conspiracy theorists. But the truth is, the CIA would. The CIA would the CIA definitely would, yeah. would definitely. Yeah, I like but, to own the name. Just and I live it. my life based on what CIA <laughs> labels me. Sure. I think. They're trying to demonize tinfoil hats because you know, right? Yeah, Who like to you know, maybe that was really the answer all along. <laughs> maybe, maybe we need a tinfoil lobby. You know what I mean? We may Far- yeah. a Faraday cage. <laughs> well, guys, we got a lot to talk about. It's been absolute crazy time for everyone that's uh, you know got half a brain. Um, but recently, uh, Joe Biden decided that he was going to get his third uh, shot, the booster shot. You know, and and uh, it's kind of been this obviously this big debate in this country uh, for a long time. At first, it was oh, just take the vaccine, and people are like, oh, there's no, they're not going to make you take more shots. Now they're now they're going to make you take more shots. Uh, if we follow in Israel's footsteps, we'll be on our fourth shot in the next three months. But what really bugged me about all this was you know Joe Biden in the White House getting his booster shot. Fine, whatever. You know, he, like he's got one foot in the grave, anyways. But. 
it comes out later that this was a fake stage, a fake set. And there's pictures of it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's not even, you know, they, they made it out like it was the press room at the White House. And He could have possibly come up with a more realistic set, you know, at his home to do this. He had, he had to... Right. He had to make a, a sitcom stage to to get his fake shot. Yeah, it was well, like, his, and why couldn't he just do it in his own place? Like, it's a great question. He's well, that's the president. Like, that's, right. he get a house call? He's not even allowed to go out. He's not even allowed to drive a car. <laughs> well, and that's my question. Like, where was this place? First of all, that they were doing this is filmed in front of a live studio audience type deal. Um, and well, there was a bunch of press there when they were yeah. doing that. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I saw and, the pictures. And, I posted them yeah. on, my, on my Twitter. Josh, did you do you happen to have the picture that you could pull up? Because I have a feeling there's a lot of people that are going to say this is a bunch of Q nonsense saying that Joe Biden isn't really in the White House and you made this shit up. Oh, man. But, uh, no, I, I should have done that. I don't know why I did that. Let me, I, I can, but then it's going to it's going to find it and send it to you. Will, will you be able to pull it up? Uh, yeah, yeah. It'll it'll probably block off some of the video, but, you know, whatever. Um, shout out to Ignore the Rant podcast. Ten dollars super chat, super chat. Monica is my favorite skeptic, and she has missed very much on the Atlanta airwaves. Great show yet again. And Cam Harlos is asking. Uh, Cam Harless is asking uh, who the hell you are, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious because listen, I, I, Cam was the one that I know you because of Cam. So yeah, no, definitely Cam knows who the hell I am. But he—that's his joke—is that like, he makes me define myself every time. But I'm not doing, not falling for it this time. Yeah, not falling for it. Well, and and I'll never forget uh, when I went to him. I was like, "Yo, what should I talk to her about?" You know, it was before I started listening to your podcast, and and uh, he's like, "Just ask her about um, Silky Black Cock." And I was like, "I can't do that, dude." Like I literally—he's like, "No, no, no, don't worry. It's about chickens, dude. Like, trust me, you're fine." <laughs> And I was just like, oh I do have a thing for the silky, silky black cock. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, oh. I actually have one of those. I have it. It's free rain. It runs around. And uh, I have a white one as well. Well, you're, from, you're, from, you're from the Midwest, so it's, it's expected, buddy. You know right. what I mean? I think I, it's like. I store it in my backyard. Yeah. I think it's part of like, you know, just normalcy here. Um, mm -hmm. But where do you think this thing is, man? Where do you think. Uh, oh, there, there is one. You do have some. Silky. I just have pics. You're from the East, I from have the East some, Coast. But I don't save pictures of them on my phone. I'm not that weird. You're from the East Coast, right, Monica? Like originally? I'm, yes, I, I'm originally, my heritage is from Brooklyn, but I was raised in upstate, well, upstate Rockland County, across the river. Gotcha. And then I lived in Atlanta. I'm in LA now. I, my husband's from Texas. I lived in Texas for a long time. And your and your husband is uh he's he's the gentleman that was on uh uh the Mad Ones last night, right? No, that's just my co-host. That's just your co-host. That's not your yeah, husband. Yeah, my my okay. husband is the elusive friend. <laughs> I always thought that was your husband husband. and wife couple do the podcast every day. Yeah, that's, no, no, no. I just no, did, no. I just under that impression. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, no. Are you kidding? But who would pay the bills? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're working all day. Brad and me work all day, and my husband has to go pay for it. Fair, fair. So actually, <laughs> I, I a shout out to all the patrons and Rockfin subscribers who do now make it. Uh, a happen. viable activity whereas for the 10 years prior to that it was all my husband the elusive mr Prince, yeah. also known as ricardio see i do this and i have a stay-at-home fiance so yes it's hardcore you know what i mean it's it's rough yeah yeah wow <laughs> yeah. this is how you pay the bills no i have a i have a huh. real like i have a 12-hour shift day job and i do this yeah, five like, i've never heard of that yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's wild it's absolutely wild it's but joe uh, rogan and nobody else yeah. that makes a living off of this. Yeah, exactly 
<laughs> hey man, I think I think Dave Smith actually makes a full and Tom Tom Woods too. You know, I think there's sure. some, there's even some people in our circles that Sam Tripoli is always always working it. I think he's working night and day, but he's making a living at just putting himself out there. I think. Yeah, you guys absolutely. are really shitting on my joke here. Yeah, thanks. we tried. You tried though. You tried. It was like we were up in the bell tower. You know what I mean? Like with the like you're coming down the motorcade <laughs> yes. with your joke, and we're like, "Damn, hey, gotcha." Yep. Uh, that was a, that was a solid uh, Kennedy joke, by the way. In case you guys. Missed that. <laughs> I was thinking Texas uh, school, the school tower in Texas. Oh yeah, yeah. So where do you guys think the set is? I think they do this shit all the time, dude. And somebody just caught a wide angle. Like, <laughs> but yeah. like it's all like sets Oops. to make things look, you know, acting. It was like, <laughs> it was like some journalist first assignment. And he shows up with his like camera phone. He's like, click, wait, that doesn't look right. Yeah. And they, it leaked out. Or he tweeted it and he's like, dude, look, you'll never guess where I am. I'm at the fake White House. Holy shit. <laughs> in a bunker, 200 feet below. I put that uh, the link to that image in the chat. Uh, in th this here chat. Oh, Josh, oh, that you, you know what? I can actually. I think I can. Let's see. Let's see if I can do that without. Oh nope. See, it just. Uh, nah. That's what it does, man. I'll, I'll tweet it out, and then you guys can go look at it there. Wait. Let's see. Let's see if I can. Can you? How do you? Can I look at it? How do you do that on? Um... What the f? Yeah. Did right? you see it? <laughs> I'm trying to think about how I can. It looks like it's in like. I don't know, a church or something? Like, the background looks like a conference wow. building or something like that. It's definitely not the White House, but it's definitely trying to look like the White House. I was trying to figure out how, how I could uh, add something and then pull it up on here like that. Oh, you know right. what? I can. Can I ask, while you're doing that, can yeah. I ask these guys, like, how far their conspiracy theorizing goes? Do you think that the conspiracy is that he's really not in the White House or is it, did they take that picture to get us thinking about that? Like, does it go, or did that picture genuinely leak and we're all sitting here laughing it's, about it? It's now on the screen over you guys mm. talking about it. So everyone can everyone could see cool. that it's a set to Pretty make the look. crazy. Yeah, you guys yeah. can't see it, but they can see it uh, in the video. Yeah, it's and just, and you could see like the, the windows are like obviously fake trees outside. It looks like there's palm trees yeah. out there. I mean. <laughs> No, in dc palm trees is it's not really a thing right. i don't think this isn't the first time either like the, the we've seen i think it was like right after he got elected it was part of the, the q and nonsense and they said uh, uh they showed this picture of basically this type of stage set where it's got fake palm trees in the background or fake whatever trees and uh you can see the the wall there i don't know if this is normal practice for presidents but it seems awfully strange that uh, we've only seen this twice yeah ever ever are we supposed to think that the shot is real? Even That's though what I was just going to ask. There's no way they would give the president of the United States a shot in front of all these people. I mean, in the, oh, the, yeah. right, the off chance that something right. would go wrong. Yeah. There's just no way. So like that's it's all theater. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I that's what I was saying too. Like, okay, we know, uh, you know, YouTube's kicking people off for saying bad things about these shots right now. Okay, so I'm I'm trying to navigate this very these right. shots of like fake. <laughs> Just, tequila just <laughs> but but here's the <laughs> thing in minecraft is he drinking the tequila when they know that some people uh take a shot of tequila and then stand up and pass out and have uh some side effects from the shot of tequila <laughs> would they actually give the president a shot of tequila on national television in front of everybody i think they'd give him the watered down tequila that uh that really cheap stuff that doesn't really affect you at all like 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 the tequila with electrolytes tequila. yeah yeah <laughs> 
they're probably giving him his normal injection that actually makes him alert and right. able to stand back the up and walk out of the room. Yes. Oh, the adrenochrome for yeah. sure. That's why. <laughs> well, I said, I said, you know, my thing was if they were giving him adrenochrome, he wouldn't be trailing off to ice cream trucks every five minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, because because the guy's There's obviously some somewhere. Well, he's no, sundown. He's a kid that. at heart and in stomach. I my theory is that he is the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. So like they had to imagine what would be like the not scary thing to bring down the Iron Curtain that would enshroud the entire Earth. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we already used the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. So let's have a, a, a senile old daughtering deflated man. Deflated Mr. Yeah, Softy. Walking yes. around in circles. Well, he couldn't hurt us. He'd never hurt a fly. He couldn't. He's too stupid. Yeah. He's barely there. It's just, it's still so funny to yeah. me that the Democrats voted for this guy after like, Railing, ra- well, uh, yeah, who knows? Yeah, no. I'm in <laughs> Delaware. He's still very popular here. I'm sure. People I'm sure. But but it, after you know, it, it, the 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 Democrats spent a year railing uh, over a year rallying against uh, you know qualified immunity and police brutality and all you know the the criminal justice system as a whole, and then they vote in the guy who like architect all of this. Right. Who's the architect of all this stuff? And a cop. Well, that's what they do with guys like Bernie Sanders, bro. They use him to get the email list, and then they, well, yeah, sure. You know, and then they give you Kamala Harris. It's funny that you said that because I, uh, I when I ran for chairman, yeah. Well, when I ran for chairman of the LNC, uh, one of the presidential candidates gave me his his email list, and I sent out an email to everybody that that was going to be delegates, and uh, and some people were very unhappy about that. And I'm like, well, you know, that's how politics works, guys. You know, yeah. get, get used yep. to it, man. Um, it's as good as money. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you know, I don't know. It was pretty funny though. People were really like legit upset, like emailing the LNC. This guy's emailing me, and it's like, dude, I'm sure you get 25 oh, emails from Pornhub right. every day. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've got people on the Joe Jorgensen campaign who are still sending out their music videos to people through the email <laughs> list for Joe Jorgensen. That that like happened NFT twice. I uh, did one. not sign up for the Joe Jorgensen mailing list. You are right to not do that. Oof, <laughs> oof. I'm a, am I a bad am I a bad at large for the Libertarian <laughs> National Committee? I don't know. Yet to be seen, I guess. Uh, you weren't missing much. You're the only good one, dude. Yeah. Well, let's talk about. Let's, okay. Well, we talked about this fake room. We we know that it's 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 crazy. It's got to be. I mean, one of the most insane things I've seen. And people are like, "Oh, it's no big deal." I'm like, "Dude, why would they be doing this in a studio stage setting? Why? Why?" Right. I, I am open to uh, explanation for this if somebody has it. I just don't know what it would be. Like, if this is happening in the White House, why not do it in the White House? Maybe maybe it's just for lighting so they can get the shot just right. They have this fake room, this fake setup or whatever in right. another wing of the White House or something. There could be an explanation for this. But it, you would think if something like this comes out, you would think they'd be like, well, yeah, obviously it's the, like you would think they would put out an explanation for it. But so far, I've found no reason why this is happening Did in the White say- House. Like he's traveling and we wanted people to feel, which is of course totally manipulative, but we wanted people to feel comfortable that, yeah. you know, what, he travels with a white house. Like, yeah, I don't, I I mean, don't know. Well, it's weird because if you look at it, you know, I could understand if they have like a press room set up at the white house like that with like lighting and cameras and stuff so that it, they get it just right. right. But it's obviously like a movie. Like it looks like the old set. school, like WWF, like makeshift sets. <laughs> Right, yeah, or like a sitcom. Like, yeah. It's like 
it's like Biden, Biden and Harris, the new sitcom every night at seven where they pretend <laughs> yeah. like they're in the White House and f- filmed in front of a live studio <laughs> audience. I'd, I'd appreciate that a lot more than what we're dealing with, for sure. That's, that's true. That's yeah. True. Uh, so let's talk and, about floor. And who's oh, go taking ahead. the pictures, though? Sorry, I'm no. sorry. To oh, who's you... taking those pictures? Is that the regular media? So it could could I, be. That's what I thought could be, or it could well, be people paid to, to act, paid to act like their media. I mean, I didn't see a cost of there, so you you think you'd see a cost of there for sure, right. you know? Now, if we if we set aside the strangeness that this is filmed in front of a live studio audience on a set. Um, Biden is getting his third booster shot or whatever, and he's still wearing a mask inside of quote unquote his own house, which seems like if the ma- if, if the vaccine works and you're on your third one, why do you need that mask in your home? I am very confused. He's six feet away from anybody but the the nurse. But yeah, well, and then he's the- and then there's video of him co- going to this big gathering and and kissing Pelosi without with no mask right. on, and you're like, first of all, gross. You're kissing Pelosi. Second of all. <laughs> Right, disgusting. Uh, you, uh, but uh, but second of all, like no mask in sight, but you have one on on this stage while you're like trying to virtue signal about this booster. You you would think that they would want to give some like for the same reason why I assume they use this fake backdrop to give people some sort of sense of um, comfort. You would think you would take the mask off for that, so it gave people a little bit of sense of going back to normalcy, which is what they keep pretending like they're going to do what if any it day wasn't even joe biden <laughs> i'm not ready to go there <laughs> <laughs> i mean joe biden is a clone so who even knows anymore? yeah who knows right. at this point Absolutely. i can't keep track of my biden <laughs> <laughs> well let's talk about florida so the, the propaganda is strong right now um <laughs> i probably should have uploaded that damn video so i could have played that video for everybody but it's kind of long it's like what two two and a half minutes long or something uh there's the, there's a, a pack uh, that has emerged in Florida called Remove Ron. And uh, they're really mad at him, you know, for, for not uh, forcing his his will on his constituency in Florida. Um, so they put out this two-and-a-half-minute, like, absolute doomsday videos, like people getting on a plane on their way to Florida, and they have a movie come on, or, um, it, a, a message from the governor of Florida, and Ron's talking about how, you know, we're not going to do these mandates, we're not going to do this, we're not going to do that. And meanwhile, they're flashing to, like, a bunch of clips of police brutality and then like, and then like uh, clips of like people in the hospital. And like, uh, I think at one point there was like a mortuary and it's like, it wasn't nearly as cool as Dan's video uh, about. Oh, this that. is the video Dude, that LP fucking... made, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. You would, it, it you would was... think. This video was fucking hilarious. Like it was the most unintentionally hilarious thing I've seen since the room. And the whole thing is it's, it's literally a trailer for delusion. They're, they're like, you they're they, they call it the flo what is it the forever purge the forever purge that's right it was like a movie yes. trailer that's right they're making it out as though because ron DeSantis doesn't enforce these these uh lockdowns and stuff everybody is dying and killing each other like mm. it, it's uh it's a trailer for delusion and paranoia it's absolutely and let's be honest beautiful. everyone in florida was already killing each other before covid right, right. uh i mean e- there was like zombies eating faces and stuff on basalt so <laughs> it looked like gray state for democrats it was like <laughs> it was pretty pretty bad uh i mean have any of you guys been to florida over the last year or two yes i have I went there on campaign oh, yeah. i didn't there see anybody didn't see anybody dying or it looks lit eating each other i go there in yeah. two weeks i'm very excited honestly when i clicked on that video today i thought that the video like it was so obvious that i thought that it was going to cut to like people partying on 
boats and chilling yeah. with American I thought it flag. was a joke. That's it's what something I, yeah. I would have made as a it complete joke. It never got joke. to that point. It was really weird. <laughs> uh, Josh, do you want to help me start the campaign to get DeSantis to hire me to do the clapback video to this? Dude, that would be so sick. If Yes, absolutely. It, listen, I'm talking Ron to watches Bishop. every one of my shows. I know he's watching right now. So, Ron, if you're obviously. watching, uh, Dan, would, you need to have this man do a clapback video for you. Literally. <laughs> Trust me. You won't have a better one. Uh, What's up, Monica? So remember the these boots are made for walking ad that Jeb Bush put out oh, yes. against Marco Rubio. Yes. <laughs> so Jeb was never intending to win ever. Like he acted like a, a wuss and he hunched over. But if you ever saw him Please like clap. getting out of the bus, or he was a CIA agent, as far as I understand, and in Venezuela as a banker and everything. That guy is the shit. I mean, I don't like him, but like, there's no way he's like, oh, I'm, I'm scared. Never. So I think he was losing on purpose. And I feel like those ridiculous things are to make the person who makes it. I didn't see it, so I can't say it's that ridiculous, but it is um, it's worse. to make the pe people who make it look stupid. And my thing about DeSantis is I think that, um, you know, I don't I don't follow Florida politics too closely, but the way I think about these characters who emerge as the hero and do things like we're going to tell private enterprise they can't ask for vaccine status and he's our hero. I'm like, I don't like that. But I also think that once you have somebody who it doesn't matter what his campaign is, it doesn't matter all the things that they do in Florida to make this guy look great. If he's an inside job, once he gets into office, whatever is really important, whatever that 20% of all the stuff that comes out, that's really important. So if there's limited hangout, 80% of it can be totally true, totally righteous, but there's something that's being held back. You need an inside job to do that. And when he got up and really repeated and supported the official narrative of that Miami condo collapse, I was like, okay, now I know that guy's an inside job. What's he going to say? Like, this is fake. No, but like they wouldn't have done it on his watch. And it wasn't fake. I just think it was planned. What, what was the thing that he said? The Miami condo collapse. Remember there's a big collapse mm. of a condo I, I in Miami. It. Are you okay. not familiar with that? Dan? I, I believe I've heard of it. I, I have terribly. It was, uh, it was on the, I don't remember. Are you talking about, I you're really talking about do. the condo that, that collapsed. That, I'm talking about the big, like, 18-story building, yeah. Or whatever. It yeah, was, that everyone that was like, "Oh, it's because uh, John footprint. McAfee had a, his his laptops in there," and so. Right, <laughs> and they said that it collapsed because, like, the big thing, the reason they know what happened is that there was a woman on her balcony looking out, and she said, "Oh my God, the pool is gone." And then she was sure. gone because it collapsed right inside of it. And this was the headline. I think it was Fox News or Wall Street Journal, something over the picture of the collapsed condo with the pool full of water in the picture. Like there's absolutely wow. no chance. Look at Wikipedia. They might still have that. Sounds like building testing. seven. <laughs> yes, exactly. Pool and seven. So, and the numbers were wrong of the people who were dead. Like the whole thing was wrong. I, I did a lot on it. It doesn't mm. matter. I just knew like the official story. So then he comes out and just repeats the whole story. And I thought, well, What's he going to do now? Right. But the fact is he's repeating that story. He will repeat the 9-11 story. He will repeat whatever story he needs to. He'll do whatever he needs to do. So my hope does not lie in President DeSantis. Right. Mine as well. I don't trust any politician that gets into office, but uh, <laughs> at least on on the higher levels. But yeah, if he like if he wanted me to make a video for him to fight back against the lockdown bullshit, I'm down for that. I'm not going to vote for the guy. I don't live in Florida. So whatever. A lot of libertarians are going down that Ron DeSantis route though. Right. A lot. They like the fact, I mean, I get it. It's a big deal. The, the vax pass and all that, this is a big deal, right. but I think it's cool to keep him in Florida 
doing those things for those people. And yeah, but yeah, I'm not for yeah, if he stops doing those things, house. top lops is really going to regret moving there. If he, oh, I wore his shirt. Top lops. Nice, nice. I got top lops. Nice. I always wear top lops all the time. I got some of his duds. I've got his stickers. But the the DeSantis thing, I I think it's totally fine. If I thought that that private com- companies or private institutions couldn't put a vax passport out there, if I thought that was legit and I mean, I would compromise. I compromise all the time, but that would be a great thing to have. I, that's where I would love to have to compromise my principles. But I think it's a setup because what it does is it's a placeholder for the next guy to change yeah. the rule completely. And yeah. we already capitulated that or uh, stipulated that it's within the the governor's authority to make laws right. one way or another concerning that. I, but I also think I love the limited hangout. I mean, if if I just I think the limit I get more out of the limited hangout than it gets out of me. So if this guy's limited hangout and it's an opportunity for you to make uh, something with a righteous method, that message that pulls out the the hangout part. Yeah. I mean, that's all we got. That that's yeah. how I, I do all my stuff. Everything that's on the internet basically is allowed to be there, and still I usually can figure out the truth. So I'm all for that. Is yeah. uh, Alex Jones a limited hangout? You think? You know, I always thought so. And then when his wheels just shot off in all directions, I was like, maybe this guy is real. And then I'm like, I know. I, you know we all had this. I same found myself thing. coming back to him after all these years. I, I know. But <laughs> here's the thing he used to be better at what he does, and now mm-hmm. he's worse at it. I feel like he yeah. was told, it's a possible theory that he was totally handled and managed and all of that. And then now he's kind of actually has the reins, which is why it, it feels a little bit crazier but it was like his early stuff was great i mean he had ben livingston who did the talked about the seeding the clouds he had charlotte Ezerbite. he -hmm. had the um not the bilderbergs the bohemian grove oh the bohemian grove stuff was great that's how i found him it was amazing his stuff and of course he needed that to be established maybe like rogan needed all that stuff which then they pulled off you know and oh i saw the light on the moon landing it's like really joe Mm -hmm. can you explain it to me i uh so so speaking of ops uh i i just right before the show i read a long thread on twitter uh about uh, with with like tons of evidence i mean it was long tons of evidence that aoc is actually a plant for the right no way yeah dude totally like like she she's there to make the uh the the radical left look bad and that and she's doing great well, at least and this thread but was I don't really popular with a lot of right young right she, she's like that well that's she's the, like that's a the goal. influencer on tiktok basically. That's, that's the goal <laughs> right. right if if yeah. you're if you're if, if you're trying to get into some position you have to get influence right you have to do it and and so but she she graduated with a degree that a lot of uh you know alphabet agency people graduate with and she uh went to she went to niger i hope youtube doesn't kick me off for saying that uh, she went to niger <laughs> and did something over there and then all of a sudden right after that the government collapsed right after she left there was like tons of all this different evidence i'm trying to find the thread i'll keep trying to find it during the show so that i can read some of it but it was she, compelling she was an intern for ted kennedy ted kennedy right as well that was another Google. part of it yep yeah, I, I looked into her background, but I didn't get right out of it. I got deep state, just like Stacey Abrams. They're very similar. Right. Stacey Abrams has way right. more of that. The Her internships from the CFR, Yukos Oil for the Kissingers for, during, I mean, talk about uh, Russian yeah. political influence. 
on its head. That's what she was mm -hmm. doing in there. She did the Salzburg Institute. She did the British American Project. I mean, and the Marshall Fund, like anything, any deep state reaching way, way back, Stacey Abrams did. And I feel like AOC is a similar Sandy Ocasio, I like to call her because that mm -hmm. is her name. But um, that's what she used to go by. Like Barry Sotero, but whatever. Barry. Yeah. Recreate herself. But I, I don't think of that as left or right. I just think of that as yeah. above and behind. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Like, I... I would buy that she's a plant for sure, but I, I don't think like if we're thinking about this as left versus right, I don't think anybody on the right would be smart enough to actually pull off something this elaborate to have, you know, young, attractive, okay. whatever. TikToker. I just found the thread. Actually, jump in. I found the okay. thread. It's a long thread. Change our minds. It's Hashtag a long thread. Okay, minds. listen. It, it, so the, for the very first uh, post on the thread, it's by Rap Game Edward Bernays. He's got like a thousand followers. He's not like huge or anything, but he said, Friendly PSA, AOC is not just a Latinx bartender from the Bronx with no political experience, but actually an establishment op with a spooky past who was put where she is to subvert America's growing leftist movement. And there's a thread. Uh, she went to Boston U, which cost $55,000 a year, graduated cum laude with a double major in international relations and economics, a path that many CIA folks have taken before her. She also interned for Ted Kennedy, like all political outsiders do, right? Uh, as an undergrad, AOC studied abroad in Niger to volunteer with women's health, trying to get them to have less kids. Bill Gates shit. You can find blogs she wrote there if you dig a bit. But here's a video she filmed on her trip. Her trip to Niger was uh, through the NIAMI International Development Program, which is funded by, uh, you said, a uh, known CIA front. And what do you know? Shortly after she left Niger, there, there was a Western-backed coup that overthrew the Niger's, gov Niger's government. After BU, she started a very ambitious career that she never talks about. With the help of two Israeli tech entrepreneurs and venture capitalists, she founded a book publishing company while also working as lead educational strategist at Gages Inc., just bartender stuff. Whomst uh, among us, whomst is uh, among us hasn't lobbied the double tax breaks for startups back when we were young and dumb before becoming socialist revolutionary leaders. Probably why she had to become a bartender. Damn taxes. Um, just because someone had a photo op with Senator Kirsten Gil Gillibrand in 2012 doesn't mean that they can't identify as anti-establishment political outsider in 2018. Please check your privilege, Chili. Uh, and damn, how lucky was Netflix when they decided to make a documentary about the political outsider candidate in 2018 that followed AOC's grassroots campaign and unprecedented, unprecedented political upset directed by Yale, uh, uh, Yale alumni. Uh, what's that? So unprecedented, you might say right. it sounds made up. Right. Uh, what's that? <laughs> AOC doesn't mind someone with the life experience of being a CIA agent, becoming a politician, as long as their story is good. LOL. Interesting. This is a video of her saying this. Uh, no wonder she ended up giving a lots of money that she raised from socialists and her stands to fellow Democrats with military or intelligence backgrounds. They all must have really been inspiring. Uh, let's see. Is there more? Remember all the bullshit she pulled during Bernie's campaign, taking forever to endorse him, uh, speaking. Oh, I lost the whole damn thread. Damn it. Anyways, she did a TED talk. It was going I know on a, a little long. things on top of that. She did a TED talk way back in the day, which you cannot find. And who does a TED talk? Who's a bartender? And I don't even right. think she was a bartender because her story, I did a lot of digging on her too, because I didn't buy her bullshit at all that she and the, her story was as a waitress for the longest time. And she might've been a waitress briefly, but I totally dug into the bartender thing. And I always wanted to just ask her one question and it would be, what's the difference between a sour and a flip? 
because there's absolutely <laughs> no idea why she would know what that was. But I actually had a theory, and I think it panned out, which is they switched her story from waitress to craft cocktail bartender after this Jeopardy champ named Austin, who was like a little bit Aspergery, that he was everybody loved him. He's a libertarian, he was, huh? That's what I was say. <laughs> I think, yeah, <laughs> sounds like a libertarian. He probably was. <laughs> But he was a craft cocktail bartender and and it was very cool. And I looked to see if there were any references to her being a bartender before Austin on Jeopardy. And there weren't. And there were no references of her being a waitress after Austin on Jeopardy. But her story is uh, absolutely fabricated. And her thing eating popcorn noisily and stuff like that on Periscope makes her puke. <laughs> but it's all completely extreme i think extremely well crafted i've never i see i had never yeah. heard this uh theory about her before um until just tonight i've always just i've been of the mind that she's a, a absolute democratic socialist uh that's trying to subvert the democrats like you know those trying to subvert the republicans right and uh yeah. and i think i'm wrong i think she is a plant yeah i i heard that she's uh a created person is that your term Monica? that's my you, term you yeah. coined that I, it's not a created person hey, yeah it's not the theory isn't that i mean the theory is that she's a created person but all that stuff is evidence is in evidence right i heard that her brother like the, <laughs> that was, was the bullshit, one that though. was that you that said this yeah that i her think that's brother complete was... bullshit he he sent in an audition for her oh my yes. sister should yeah. run for congress and they were just like wow i won oh my god it's like really ted kennedy didn't write that for you right because i'm pretty right. sure he's the guy i would ask to write the letter to become a congresswoman yeah if there was anybody that you wanted a letter of recommendation it worked for him it's gonna be know? ted kennedy you know? but it was your brother's idea while you were schlepping away at a at a bar that was not in existence at the time oh, shit. Like, yeah there was an article <laughs> in like new york or something i worked with her and she stole my tips once we worked together um at this place for five years and i looked it up i was like that place is just too chic to have been there for five years and it wasn't hmm. bizarre so so how i heard that i can't remember the percentage it was some ridiculous percentage of the women that were elected to uh the house and the senate maybe like two years ago were like all, all of them came from intelligence <laughs> so it was like it was like 75 percent of the, the incoming uh class or something like that so like yeah why would they let anything like that to chance you know like they would want i imagine everybody to like be an agency shot. person right or, yeah or like obama this is my analogy for it like warren buffett gets obama elected and then he sits on the edge of his bed where, watching cnn to see what obama's gonna do next i hope he does what i want oh, you know yeah. <laughs> like that's uh, not how it works for sure not uh shout out oh. to shannon lee for a five dollar super chat she says she thinks alex jones's alcoholism is why he seems legit lately he can't <laughs> he can't keep it in check he's at a breaking point do you think tucker yep. carlson is a plant i don't actually oh my gosh his father was the head of the I don't think he is. u.s uh propaganda thing the, the voice of america or whatever i really don't so think he yeah. is i don't think he is i think i think uh i, I don't know i he's i think he's going real deal? i don't know man. i think he's he, he was, the, he's part he was of on deal. crossfire 12 years ago he was a douchebag remember john stewart whipped his ass. The bow tie? yeah yeah oh i remember i remember but he's also the only he's also Completely one of the only mainstream media faces that speaks out against the military industrial but complex. is is it a limited hangout though? we all like we all watch it I mean, he, he gives us red yeah. meat we like it i'm not saying that Right. He's the best guy on cable yeah, news. It's perfect. Sure. And you can get let's let's harvest him for all the good stuff. And then when he it's says, like, Well, this is a war I have to get behind, are you right. with me? Yeah. Then yeah, then 
you throw them over. But it's fine for now. Maybe yeah, I'm not as red pilled as of, I thought. You know, there's a lot of really good controlled ops that uh, you know speak the truth sometimes, and you're like, hell yeah, yeah. and that's how they get you. And then there's and, Nick uh, Sarwark. Then there's Nick Sarwark <laughs> who can't even say one good thing to get you in the door. <laughs> I want to see the letter, the Podesta letter that had his name in it. That had whose name? Nick Sarwark. Yeah, didn't someone say it was like in the? Oh no no no! I he, believe... I don't know about that. I never heard that theory. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look in that one. It was in I the WikiLeaks though. It was in the WikiLeaks. He was in WikiLeaks for uh, being uh, named as a high level operative for uh, uh, Stratfor. Okay, maybe mm-hmm. is it because I don't really follow the political stuff because I'm not black pilled, but I don't. I just That'll get you there. Whatever. Sure. I can't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. It's gonna work, but yeah. um, but I'm please talk me out of that. I would love to be a little more. Pink well, I, I feel like joining like the LP or something would probably just make you more black build once you start. Yeah, I don't know, but I would love to. Like, we should probably have a conversation about that sometime. But I just I feel I, I was on Lions Liberty and Howie and Mark told me this, but I don't even follow these guys. Like Nick who, so I didn't really know, You're and right. I was trying to You're catch right to up. feel that way. So, yeah, I just was trying to catch up, and I thought it was Podesta, but maybe it was WikiLeaks, which is why when I tried to find it in Podesta, I couldn't. We recently all blocked Nick Sarwark, and now he gets no traffic anymore, like at all. It's hilarious. But it should have been a while ago, right? Wasn't Didn't that come out a long time ago? Yeah, the, that actually came out while he was the chair of the Libertarian National Committee. Um, and, and, you know, the blue pills. around. The, yeah, the blue pills in the party were like explaining it away he came out with some he came out with some excuse about it that oh well my brother-in-law got me a subscription to their magazine uh, (laughs) as a christmas gift one year like first of all you're the the chair of the libertarian national committee who on earth would have thought it would have been a good christmas present to give you a a, a, you know to to this to this contractor this government contractor magazine for a year (laughs) nobody's buying that shit if he read it to us it would be plausible right like, but look, he, this is what they're going to do. But he didn't. Right. Like, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Because yeah, I used to always try to get through the paywall. I should have just paid for it. Right, right. By the way, Alex Jones was Bill Hicks, and but I don't hold it against him. Like, it just <laughs> makes me like him more. I'm just they, they, they do. You know, he does look like a young Alex Jones. But then you see the young Alex Jones, like the actual videos of young Alex Jones. And he was like a good looking the guy, man. Like it was, it's completely crazy to think. It was Bill this. Hicks, yeah. Oh yeah, Bill Hicks was. But he, they, he looked they different when they were young. Like the same person. I don't think. No, so. they no, look no. different young. In my, opinion. I had Kelly Jones, his ex-wife, on the show, and uh, in the bonus content, I asked her about the. the you Bill had Hicks Alex thing. Jones' ex-wife had, on your show. Yes. yes wow. Was <laughs> right she after the divorce. The time? Yeah, it was right after the divorce. So was she well, a lot of. She was. Uh, yeah, she was going hard um which i which i i don't even know how much of that to believe because she's a recently divorced ex of course she's just going to talk shit so which was fun and i certainly enjoyed it and everybody happy else to give well. her the mic though Where right you here you go yeah. feel free to slander away it's not me saying it so you know do your thing nice nice good content magoo thanks for the five dollar super chat he said conspiracy theories are just spoilers at this point i agree there's nothing there's no theory about it it's like everything we've been saying for the last five years is happening in real time and everyone's like uh you didn't say that or yeah well we were always going to do that but it's like last year you told me that i was a conspiracy theorist and i that that would never happen they've always just been spoiler alerts but now the spoilers are for something that's like 
two weeks to two months away rather than like 20 years away. Right. Like we used to have like right. all these predictions. It's like, well, they're going to do, uh, you know, booster shots. They're not going to do booster shots. They're doing booster shots. Okay. Yeah. Well, so. it was like the Vax Passport too. It was like, I, I was saying that over a year ago, like they're going to do Vax Passports. Right. And they're like, you're, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're crazy. They'll never do that. Now they're like, take of your vaccine or don't go feed your children. You know, and it's What's like, wrong with you? yeah. It's yeah. like, whoa, dude, I, I got seven kids. You want to keep me from oh. going to the grocery store? I call that vaxborging. It's like you had a normal conversation with somebody about, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, would you think it's like, maybe it's just no big deal. I don't know. But RNA like, yeah, I don't know. I got the vax. It's awesome. Why didn't you get the vax? Right. You will be assimilated. Yeah. It's like, okay. Oh, <laughs> I want to no, hear about your theory that uh, on, on uh, uh, Edward Snowden, Monica. Okay. Well, I, I, it took me about a week, so I was not the first one to come up with this. I just gave the, uh, the guy who did really crack the code on this guy, like a minute one, American everyman who got lost in the WordPress purge that I got lost in. But uh, I figured it out pretty quickly. First of all, he was on TV regularly and being taken seriously. So I figured Edward Snowden was not for real. And I noticed the things that, first of all, I got him in the first like minute when he was with Laura Poitras and Glenn Greenwald in that Hong Kong hotel room, because he said that, I think the idea around that time is that he had voted for Ron Paul. And then he said that, um, I'm not saying the government shouldn't do it. I'm just saying we need to have the conversation. And I was like, no libertarian would ever say that. Obviously the government shouldn't do that. And I, that's what I said. Oh, so he, what he's saying is what the government's doing is illegal and so I said, okay, well, what, what he's getting at here is to just make it legal, which they did with the USA Freedom Act, which is kind of annoying because I remember Rand Paul was a little bit instrumental in pushing that thing over the finish line. I did not like that, but that's what he did. And I, and I anticipated that two years in advance. So I usually feel like if I guessed it, if like um, he's fake and this is what he's doing and then it happens but also every single thing he came out with was or like so many things i literally could find the links on on rt russia today used to follow it kind of religiously and i was like oh i knew that i knew that i knew that i knew that and i would like put the links up and say this is he's not coming up with anything new and if he really does have all that stuff it should be mind blowing because it should be 10 years in advance. Find the stuff that's like sees through the board, you know, like <laughs> kicks through the board because this stuff isn't going to, we all kind of knew this stuff already. And then it just never stopped. Plus Glenn Greenwald's is a little fishy. Um, Wait, the, Glenn's, Glenn's fishy. Well, here's the thing. So doesn't the that intercept, make you sad, dude? That dude, makes I want to cry right now. Oh, I love Glenn. All right. Yes. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, so here's where it all comes together is that they go and then they had all this back footage of him before he contacted them in that hotel room. Like they made a movie based on shit that happened before they met for 10 minutes in the hotel room. When, when, um, when Snowden was in the airport in Moscow, it was a, it was an area that had one bathroom, one coffee shop, one hotel, all the world's press was there and nobody saw him. The hotel said he wasn't staying there. That seems made up to me. But that uh, Omidyar, Pierre Omidyar, who is the, the bankroller for the intercept for Glenn Greenwald, he gave Snowden the money to like get in with those guys or whatever to like <gasps> rescue him or whatever. It came out in a, in a I want to call it panko, but that's a breadcrumb. Pando? Yeah. The pando? It was a, it was a, I'd like a subscription only website that revealed unequivocally that Omidyar was instrumental in 
one of, I think probably the most recent U.S. run Ukrainian coup, like mm. the overthrow, the revolution in Ukraine. I mean, it's absolutely documented. And I remember my husband was like, oh my gosh, like, wow, like all the crazy stuff you say, like, like this will, people will really, he does, he's a bit of a normie, but it's like, this is going to be on the front page of the New York Times tomorrow. Like, you will really be validated that you su suspect all these people all the time. And I'm like, that's not going to be on the front <laughs> page of the New York Times tomorrow. No. And it, well, you didn't even hear about it. Uh -uh. So when you look at what those guys are up to, and then Snowden, if you saw him on Rogan, that Pete Kinoda is like, it's like, I know you hate Edward. So I'm like, don't hate him. I don't even know what his name is. Like, I don't hate him. But he's he's not real. So when he was on Rogan and we were watching it, like pulling it apart, he was he he actually I think he made a Freudian slip. Like I work for the CIA or something. His stuff. Go back and watch the first time he was on Rogan. Like he controlled the whole thing. So this is what I actually think is that. And I I thought of this for Assange used to be. Um, he had a show where he was like Jane Mansfield or something when he was young. He had a drag show. And um, I thought this, there was a guy, San, Santa Barbara shooter, they, there's so many shooters, that also seemed like a little like transitioning to, I kind of, I just suspected that he was transitioning to female. Then I found out his motive was that he was going to, like, it was over a girl that he started shooting people. I was like, that doesn't seem right. And then I had this brainstorm that like, oh, maybe if they want to use somebody who's going to drop out of society forever, they take somebody who wants to transition or wants to live as a, a female. And then like Assange or whatever, like you can have him like living in the Ecuadorian embassy, but if he really doesn't mind being a female, like he can run around town all day and night. Mm. And Edward Snowden is these really weird pictures of him as a, as a young man. Like they're almost like amateur um, modeling shots that seem very, back of a men's magazine kind of no, I and i'm just up. wondering you know and he's like people will stop me on the street and recognize me even if i'm you know nothing's showing but my eyes I'm like why would nothing be showing but your eyes like what are you wearing <sighs> it's like well, you know a scarf or whatever and my whole okay so that is a lot of theory that is a lot of theory i'm not gonna say that 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 stuff's in evidence but the pr omajar thing is in evidence and the documentary number nine or whatever it was called was ridiculous on its face and what good came out of it? The proof is in the pudding. Oh yeah, there are there are some weird pictures. There's like pictures of him with like safe like like uh, clothespins on his nipples and shit. Oh really? This Neat. is crazy. I mean, I'm not saying that makes me think that he would um, want to live life as a woman. I'm not yeah. saying that, but I just I had that idea about the Santa Barbara guy, and then I saw the pictures of Assange in drag, and I thought, well, he clearly could pass. Um, and then I just extended it to, it's just a theory. It's just an idea that how like would it. you live and live in hiding? You know, how would you hide in plain sight? You know, so. Well, I, what do you, how, how do you feel about Assange though? I think if he didn't exist, they would have to create him. Wait, what? Right. Cause no matter what, I mean, he's there to do for, if you were the intelligence services, they need, need to crush the first amendment. So that's you the have guy. to have a honeypot to collect right. everything. And unlike there was one cryptagon or whatever, there was a, a competing repository for whistleblowers that all it would do is you'd give them the documents and he would put it up on his website. With Assange, you give him the documents, you sign away your rights to it, and he gets to decide whether he publishes it or not. So if you were the CIA, you would simply have to have someone who functions exactly like that, exactly like that. And where is that person?
CIA has to have that person out there that you would contact if you're a whistleblower. Who is that person? Oh shit. So you think it's so do you think everybody's a plant? Like no, statistically is 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 Ross, at least yeah. one of the four people on this call a plant? <laughs> well it's Josh. I, it's definitely Josh. No, fuck fuck out of here. Dude. Yeah, I'm from no, the hood, I don't dog. I don't think anybody's a plant. I think I mean, I think that there are movements that we spend our time in, efforts that we spend our time in, and that in itself controls you. So if like you guys have ventured into the realm of conspiracy, whereas libertarians are really not allowed to talk like that. Right. So that's how that's the limited hangout of like the whole mainstream libertarian thing. It's like you're allowed to talk about this stuff and you might get somewhere, but you cannot actually point out that it's not real or people will think you're crazy. And I'm like, but it, it's important to know that they plan. <laughs> yeah. They planned COVID in advance. So you don't, if you're afraid of getting sick, and I don't blame you because I did have it and it is a something, mm -hmm. think about it as an, an EMF thing or bioweapon. Just think of it that way. And don't listen to them when they tell you, well, the answer is get a third shot. Or the answer is this lockdown. Like the guys who invented it so they could get you to lock down and put this thing in your arm, don't. you have to understand the truth underneath it in order to... Um, resist the urge to fall for that. And, and I used to say on my radio show, I'd say, look, you don't need to know the truth. Absolutely not. If you are willing to die defending the Bill of Rights, that's all I ask, just the Bill of Rights. I'm not asking for more than that. That's the compromise. If you're willing to die for that and not be convinced that you need to um, take away people's rights because they're, they're terrorists or whatever, if you're not going to push me down a slippery slope, then I don't need to red pill you, but you're not because you call me all the time and you tell me that people don't have the right to work and travel. They don't have the right to live in their own countries. Anyway, I get a little ranty. No, I like it. It's fine. That's it why. Great. That's right. why we brought you here, Monica. <laughs> I just subscribed to your show, so <laughs> she fire. I just, reali I just realized right that now. Dan's wearing an Andrew WK shirt. I literally just caught that right. Right. Now. I'm here for the party. I love and that. We man. party hard. Nice. I love that man. Nice. I, I uh I short sidebar here. I I uh, worked for Def Jam for a while. Uh, as one of their like regional street team members. And this was like when Andrew WK first started, like first came on the scene. I had no idea who he was, but they sent me all these posters and stickers and and it was all that picture with the blood running down his nose. And I'm going, what? Worse. I'm going, what the fuck is this guy, right? <laughs> and so I show up to his show at the bottom of the hill in San Francisco. Um, it's small venue, you know, little tiny venue. And uh, uh, I watched their show and I was just mesmerized by how insane and amazing these people were. But afterwards, all the street teamers got to go up and hang out with him in the back. And uh, he does party hard. He does, in fact, really? party very hard. <laughs> just Nose bleed is real. Oh, yeah. I think he <laughs> fell through. He fell through a glass coffee table. He made all of us and the band like put our arms over each other's shoulders and do can can dances together. And the guy was wild. Absolute insane. Insane. Insanity. Um, you still have the posters? No, I, I gave them all away at the show, and like uh, I put them up all over San Francisco. I mean, that was that was our job. Is like that you was know, your job. Yeah, it was to to get all that stuff out. You weren't supposed to. I mean, I had I probably had. It'd be cool to have a few. Yeah, I'm sure I have like in a box somewhere at my mom's house, like in the basement. Then went to dance. Yeah, maybe I should. I should go see if I have them. I'm, I love I love Andrew WK though. He's really great. I'm sorry that my shirt completely derailed this conversation, but I did have something I wanted to say about uh, Monica's last statement. I, I I find it like I've only been in like the Libertarian Party realm for like the last five years or so, and it is kind of 
odd and a little bit mind-blowing to me that so many libertarians are afraid of the conspiracy theory label and they're afraid to dig into these things it's like i've had this conversation so many times where they're like no that's that's just you're that's retarded obviously we've went to the moon we've done this we've done that it's like all i'm asking like you're libertarians you are crazy people by all standards of normal society you're crazy you don't trust the government all I'm asking is for you to not trust the government just a little bit harder. Like it's the same thing. <laughs> at least question but, the government, right. you know? It's just Don't letting you know your enemy all the pop and circumstance aside. Right. Well, yeah. that's how I came to have the scales full of Mars. Or what happened to me was that I had been, I already had the radio show. So I had a radio show of being an anarcho-capitalist, which I think they thought I was like the novelty act True. or whatever, but I was serious, yeah. which they also thought was funny. And I, so I was like, look, we have a conflict of interest. If we're buying security from the people who are supposed to keep us safe and the less safe we feel, the more we buy from them. And if they have complete control over our understanding of our fiscal or physical security, then we have an inherent conflict of interest and they will ultimately make us less safe. So when I realized, and I didn't realize about 9-11 until after the Boston Marathon bombing, because I was trying to cover it on the air. And I was like, wait, these pieces don't fit together. And then the whole thing, like just everything just was like an avalanche. I was like, oh my gosh, I theorized that they had to be doing this bad shit eventually. And they already are, of course, you know? <laughs> like, so it's the natural, like it was so easy to understand it because I already had a spot for it because mm -hmm. that is what we're talking about. And of course they're doing it and we just didn't know it. The internet is the most monumental limited hangout. Like now we know, but they realized that they could just flood the zone with so much bullshit all the time that in yeah. order for you to separate out the real truth about it from the, the over the top theory stuff or, or whatever, bullshit ideology, whatever, it would just take too much effort. Hardly anybody can do it. It's so overwhelming. And they felt like it was safe to do that, but it, what it, it, the information is there. It fits with the theory and they've probably been doing it for way, way longer than we could really actually verify, but we can verify it now. Right. Yes. Yes, <laughs> we're, we're all like, oh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna argue with you, you know. Let's talk about the shirt. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna argue. I'm not Back gonna to argue music. with you. Uh, no, I, I, yeah, this, I don't know. I may, maybe I'm not as red pilled as I thought, you know. But no, it I mean, doesn't matter I mean, as long as you're defending. That's why I don't mind these limited hangouts because they they have to talk the talk, and that's great. Let's promote that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it, it, what it, it, you keep saying limited hangout, and I keep thinking Liberty Hangout. Uh, you guys remember that page? <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I don't know if you want that in the in the world, but you can't. I mean, no, okay. someone's going to take that and run with it. It's okay. It's okay. I'll survive. I'll survive. Uh, so uh, with the, let's. Uh, what what was the other what was the other conspiracy we were going to talk about tonight, Dan? Um, was it you? What me? Didn't you have something else that we wanted to talk about? I brought up the the video. Uh, the oh, that's movie. right. That's right. Did you guys see that? That uh, I'm sorry. If I I still have missing white girl syndrome, but that girl Gabby uh, Petito, she she showed up on a 2013 uh, music video called uh, "Irreplaceable," talking about yep. the the school that shall not be named on YouTube. No, was she even American? Was she American? Uh, that I don't know. Was she 22 at the time? Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Interesting. I just thought just that was if you show up on that story and then you also have a story now. Yeah. Totally. No. That's I, I was a little sus thing. when I heard their names. I was like uh, a little girl and a guy taking out the wash. Like this is weird. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and then I like I took it. I I took it for a while. And then when they lost track of the guy. They just disappeared We're looking into the for night. him everywhere. It was right. just like Boston Marathon bombing and like Mueller right. or whatever the FBI guy was like, we're looking for thing one and thing two. And I'm like, wow, I have his address right here. It's one mile from where you are. Like, read this article. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Hopsticker. I was like, right away. Like, oh, I know those guys. <laughs> They're uh, CIA agents. <laughs> well, uh, did, there's another crazy conspiracy during the Boston bombing. You know, this, this, uh, this. This Doctor Wen, this uh, Asian oh, doctor lady. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, she and she's she's the one that's oh, like the face on CNN of this whole COVID oh, thing she's right the now. Worst. And she the was also thing. she was also the face of CNN uh, for the Boston bombing too. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I did see that. Mm. And she was the one on CNN who said, "We just need to make the COVID stuff scarier." Right. Yeah. <laughs> it yep. was like, okay, how else are we going to dangle? Ca- what carrot will we dangle in front of these plebs to get them to comply <laughs> oh, to our vaccines? Like, Obviously, we have light? to keep the masks around. <laughs> the red light means on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freedom is a privilege, not a right. Yeah. <laughs> and now YouTube, this whole this whole YouTube thing is just it's kind of scaring me because you know this is. This has become an invaluable revenue stream for we're my family. We're all gone. We're know? all screwed. <laughs> and uh, and they're talking about how they're gonna they're gonna start pulling channels that say bad things about the tequila shots. You know, and uh, they, they pulled we'll Ron Paul Institute today, man. Ron Paul Institute YouTube channel got pulled completely. Are you serious? Uh, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the whole thing. The whole Ron Paul Institute page. Which okay, there was one was, channel I know. Yeah, it was called. like he said it was pretty inactive. But um, I was in D.C. two weeks ago. Actually, I got to meet Ron Paul. Shook his hand. Told him that he was my hero. It was it was amazing. But nice. it was great. That was Thomas Massey was there. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Who, um, who just got pulled from uh, from YouTube as well. Yep, I'm not surprised, man. This is again. They were talking about. This was a room full of men, just the best people. Uh, and they were talking about like Event 201 and. Oh wow! You know, Ron Ron Paul was in the room listening to Robert F. Kennedy talk about that. It was pretty great, and uh, you know. So if you guys are listening to this, go follow me on Odyssey. <laughs> how many people right. were in that room? Oh, can I not yeah, mention that Sorry, that event? How how many people were in that room? Um, to be honest, I don't know the amount, but they said it was the highest uh attendance they've had for the D.C. Ron Paul Institute thing. But was it like ten people or a thousand people? Oh uh, no, more like a thousand. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was amazing, really, really. We got to have some kind of we got to come up with some kind of avenue for like a, a huge class action lawsuit against some of these social media companies. We have to, we have to do it. Somebody's got to put it together and start going. It's got to happen. It's so simple yeah. because there were all sorts of laws that said if you use the government facilities, whatever you you have to respect certain free speech privileges. That is why they hand out political flyers on, at a grocery store and the grocery store says, we don't like this. Right. There are cases, I, I looked into it one time, but like there's, this is definitely a double standard, not to mention it probably is actually, you could probably draw the line between like Facebook and LifeLog or whatever. Right. And then they make a Hollywood movie about you, just like they did about... Uh... Snowden, <laughs> just set the record straight in the in the zeitgeist. Yeah, I just they make I one still... about Ross too, though. Uh, is, there's not a Hollywood so didn't... movie about Ross, I don't think. No, they won't talk about him. But uh, I thought there was no, no Keanu movie. Reeves. Keanu Reeves and uh, the other guy that was in Bill and Ted made a uh, documentary called Deep okay. Web, the Deep Web or Deep Web that was fantastic. They did not paint uh, Ross in a bad light 
at all. And yeah. they really dove into the, the whole court case. They dove into, mm-hmm. um, I did my first episode or my, like, it was either my first or my third episode. I did a segment on this where I actually watched that, that, uh, documentary before I did the segment. Cause I, I knew a lot about the Ross case, but I didn't know everything. And, uh, man, they, they railroaded the guy so hard, but they, but Keanu, uh, narrates it. And the other guy that I can never remember his name from Bill and Ted, he was also in the lost boys. Alex Winter. Uh, Yes, Alex Winter. Yep, that's right. And he uh, he he directed it and put it all together. And uh, it was, I mean, they had uh, they had people that were involved in Silk Road with their faces covered. They like you know like changed their voice so they could be like, look, Ross would, Ross did not uh, try to murder for hire anybody. He, the guy who had the hit put out on him is saying that Ross did not put the hit on him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And but they used that against him for a year. And then when they went to court, they dropped that charge, but they, they painted him as a murder for hire guy right. in, in the, the eyes of everybody in the country uh, bef- before he got to court. And then they never even charged him with it. Yeah. Did they address that the DEA agent and the Secret Service agent went to jail for malfeasance yes. in there? Yep. Wow. Yeah, you have to watch this documentary. If you haven't seen it, it's called Deep Web. It's on it's on Amazon uh, Prime, and I think it's like three bucks or something. And because I, I I was getting ready to do you know it's when I first started the show, and I used to do a lot more prep for these episodes. Uh, and I you know I had I was doing solo shows uh, on Wednesdays where I just do like I'd cover different topics uh, by myself, and it was super scripted and really bad. Don't, don't go watch those episodes unless you really want to. Uh, but I, but I watched this, you know, I was prepping for this, you know, 20 minute segment I was going to do about Snowden or about, sorry, about, uh, Ross. And, uh, I watched this documentary at work one day and it was just, it's, it was a really good documentary. Like they, it was done very well. They, they talked about the corruption in the courts, the corruption with the prosecutor, the corruption with the DEA. And, and I mean, they talked, they really laid it all out. Um, and like I said, they had people that were involved in, in Silk Road, uh, actually speaking on camera. Uh, some of them, their identities were protected, but, um, it's, it was great. Like if you haven't seen it, please watch it, please. Now, I had, I had, uh, Lynn, his mom, Lynn Ulbricht on my show and I, I, she was at Porkfest too speaking and I'm pretty sure she said something about it being like not all on the up and up with the documentary or something. Really? Sure I wonder what it was. I wonder what it was that they there. I, I wonder, don't remember the well, there was a, there's another documentary too. Yeah, I do too. I really would like to talk with Lynn as well. Yeah. She's um, great. She's really cool. Yeah. I think I put out, I think I, I think I've emailed her once. Oh, you guys want to know, you want to know who I just emailed to tr- hopefully do a show possibly? Uh, jo- mm-hmm. Jody Pache, uh, Pache, Pache, you know who that is? No. Okay. No. Do you remember? Do you know the video? So you know, you know how I feel about pedophiles, right? You guys obviously know my in- <laughs> my man, intro. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know my you know my intro to the show is called Woodchipper. Can't ask that question. I believe that pedophiles <laughs> should be fed for, feet first into the, into the woodchipper. I had uh, I had wonderful uh, human trafficking survivor on last night. Uh, um, uh, Eliza Blue it was a great show, but it was this this is what I do. I, I hate I hate pedophiles. Well, do you remember? Uh, do you remember the the clip that goes around every couple of months of uh, Gary Pache at the payphone while the kid, the guy who um, uh, uh, kidnapped and molested his son, is walking by with the police and he turns around, and shoots him head point blank in the head. Old clip from the eighties. You guys have never seen this? No. Holy shit! No, but I like it. I it's like, like it. one of my favorite clips in the whole world. And, <laughs> oh in, liber- and in libertarians, was, like I don't like watching people die, but there's occasionally somebody dies, and I'm like. Yeah, that felt good. Every you now know? and then you that get a good really one. Nice. And... I liked that. This he was he was like the kid's karate instructor and like raped this kid. I mean, it was bad, oh. right? And uh, uh, and so uh, uh, Gary, his fa- the the father passed away in 2014. I followed the story pretty closely. Well, his son Jody, who was the one who was a part, you know, the the kid in the story, 
has written a book now called Why Gary Why, which is what the cops scream at Gary after he shoots the guy in the head. And uh, so he's got this uh, new book out, and uh, and he's you know he travels around and tries to help people that have been victims and stuff. And so I'm trying to get him on the show because how fucking cool would that be when this clip is so huge in libertarian circles? You know what I mean? Um, and, Did uh, Gary go to jail forever? No, he actually never went to jail. He got wow. like a, he got a seven nice. year suspended prison sentence, and he actually shot this guy point blank in the head while the in cops were cops, walking him through camera. the airport in front Was of the it like news moment cameras. of temporary insanity or I don't know like I don't know I don't know the defense or that's, like that. that's one of the reasons why I want to get Jody on the show so I can talk about the whole story in the aftermath but um I I really kind of dove into it yesterday and then I found Jody on Twitter then I got his email so I emailed him I'm like yo man I'd love to have you on the show I know you know I'd love to talk about your story your father your book anything you want to talk about but uh I've been watching this clip for a lot of years and it's always been one of those clips that I'm like, you know, I don't like watching people die, but man, that was Let's good. go back to it. Let's rewind that. <laughs> I've watched it. Just one more time. I would say that I've seen that clip. I hate clip. watching this over and over again. I just hate it. I would say it's that I've seen that clip probably a hundred times at least. Oh my god. <laughs> and it was good a, luck, is it super I hope he calls you back. Oh yeah, it's pretty bad. And the and the cameraman is a, is a champion, like an absolute champion, because he's got the he's got the camera on the guy. Gary turns, he's like faking like he's on the payphone. He's actually on the payphone. And, and from what they say is he was talking to his friend. He said, you're about to hear gunshots. And then puts the, the phone down and turns around and shoots the guy point blank in the head. Right next Pretty to the bad. police officer. The, the cameraman is on the oh. other side of him. Doesn't flinch. Zooms in on the dude's face on the ground, like bleeding all over the place. I'm like, what a champion. What an absolute champion of a cameraman. He didn't duck. He didn't, run. He didn't flinch. Yep. He didn't run. He went right up to the victim, right into his face. Like, perfect. Yes. Anything for the shot, man. I do video. Yeah. I would have done this. I would like to think that I would have done the same. Like, I'm sure. I, I'm afraid for my life, but I'm not missing this. Yeah, like this is this or is once in a lifetime. Somebody, but... Yeah, yeah. This is once. <laughs> this is back when the news also, you know, mostly reported the news. So I mean, in 1980, I think it happened in yeah. 84 or 85 or something like that. You know, this was this was before all the it news was media was owned. Bird back then, bro. sure, but it was before the <laughs> all the news agencies were, uh, you know, basically owned by the same company. So. Yeah. See, can I make a conspiracy comment yes, about the, the way the media works? So it seems to me that every single time there's been like a, the media has been pulled back for every big conspiracy. So like it started to button up after JFK and then after 9-11, it really buttoned up. And then now, of course, it's just a complete. It's a it, fucking dog and censorship. pony show. Yeah. It's all, yeah. Yeah. We only see what they want us to see, and that's it. There's no more. There's no more to that. But now, I mean, it's really getting crazy. Now they're taking all opposing viewpoints, and maybe they're doing it around a medical thing so that it's indisputable. It's because this is war, World War Three. This is a war. Just replace like by proxy. Whatever. It's by proxy. Yeah. It's a war by proxy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the enemy. Obviously, the enemy is so dangerous. We can't have any rights whatsoever. And that's why they're using this to do that. But doing that, of course, like total lockdown of information is obviously a primary goal here. Sure. Sure. Yeah, it, it is. And it, it really sucks. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, CD McRae. So she lives in Louisiana. And the story did happen at the Bat Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge uh, airport. He said, uh, she said, the, the quote is, my son couldn't sleep at night until he knew the monsters couldn't hurt him anymore. So I killed the monster. That was the quote from Gary. Um, nice. TJ Fitzsimmons dropped a $10 super chat. He said, Vegas guy, the one who did the thing that the bump stocks and such, that one is just 100% wild from the top to bottom. Yes. I, are it's we tomorrow, allowed to talk about it? It is tomorrow. I don't tomorrow. Tomorrow. Right, even yeah. understand. I was just thinking, imagine if you're the guy carrying the bags in the lobby. 
there's like excuse me there's a guy carrying bags like look like right. the shape in the lobby then you're how do you how are you getting that window open without like it ricocheting all over the place because i'm from new york like those really high they don't open or anything and they're pretty thick like nobody's ever just like oh he pushed me against the window and i went flying out you right. know so so when you get that thing pushed out and you're there sniping or whatever like in real life how many seconds does it take for the helicopter in probably one of the most secure places there is to just zip right. that guy out probably i i would, wouldn't be surprised if they get him before he got the first shot off yeah i'm actually i didn't even think about the helicopter like why wasn't there ever a helicopter like the the sheriffs like in, the clark county sheriffs definitely have snipers there's no doubt about just that whatsoever imagine if you were trying to pull something like that off just think about if it, you could do it the way that guy did it it's like a whole artillery that he brought up there way more than even needed but they and didn't they never noticed him one time it had to have been like 25 trips through the lobby with uh, mil- oh, so military much. style weapons. <laughs> so much. I just, I'm really focused on getting that window out. Yeah. Taking that window out yeah. would have just set off a, a cascade of events that would have yeah. intervened before the like. Well, I'm sure person. all those windows have alarms on them too. Yeah, like right I mean, away alarms. And how many people? What What was the ratio of fatality to casualty? Right. So I mean, how many people went were actually struck? So you have like the bullets that go astray, the bullets that cause casualties, and then the bullets that cause fatalities. So, I mean, that's a lot. And that means time. Time after that window came out. Well, and, just, my, and my concern is when the stories first started coming out about this, everybody that was talking was like, oh, there was multiple people. There was multiple people. They were everywhere. They're, you know, they were chasing us into hotel rooms and... It, then all of a sudden you just stopped hearing about that. It didn't. It yeah. went away. And then that's what. Yeah. And Why then, don't they talk about that? Well, anymore? and then the security guard that was supposed to go on the TV disappeared. And then you know it's like, ah, come on, come on. And then it just left the the whole thing just left the news cycle. It was yep. gone overnight. It was if gone. they could exploit it, they would. It would be a great. But, it, you know. Yeah, and like January sixth, we'll talk about that for the next you know twenty five years or whatever, as though it's some big terrorist attack. But for some reason, we forgot about this really shady event where people actually died, like multiples. Yeah, I don't think guy who's anything. a better shooter than Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, I don't think anything <laughs> happened on January sixth. Nothing. Not I don't. One. There's nobody that was a better shooter than Kyle. I'm sorry, yeah. that guy is solid. Oh, really? Okay, I mean, uh, let's see. He took out some pedophiles and a and a, and a burglar. So you know, that's the pretty luck cool. Of the draw. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, Are imagine. Saying- hey, listen, if you shoot into a crowd of Antifa, <laughs> all right, the chances of you hitting pedophiles is obviously two in two out of three, which is pretty there good. There is an overrepresentation of pedophiles <laughs> in Antifa, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, What's his the- story? Uh, I mean, he was there protecting some businesses. You know, he's a little right wing. I mean, do you believe the story? Yeah, I think I think his is legit. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do until Monica starts talking, and and then all of a sudden no, I'm like, God, no, because I do. There's a lot Robert of video. Robert Barnes of that. represented him, and I, I, I don't. I am Robert Barnes is one of those guys. Like, I just if there's something wrong with him, I really don't even want to know because I like him because I really like the lawyers that fight. We True. need lawyers who fight. That's what we need. So well, I really something in me just does not ever want to peel back that pull back that curtain. But. There's just so much video of that of that event that it would be yeah. hard for it to be fake. Yeah. And then and then uh, that's what I want to hear. He's also 17. He was also 17 at the time. I mean, they don't really use 17 year olds for that kind of stuff. But. I don't think. 
He was on a Vice interview earlier that day. That day, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. but they were interviewing all kinds of people and a lot okay. of the calling yeah, it calling them right wing reactionaries and shit. And the dude's like the the seventeen year old kid like is like smoking a cigarette and shit and he's like he's like, Yeah, yeah, we're just handing out water and like, you know, trying to guard these businesses for some friends or something and then and then uh, you know, a couple hours later you got video of this guy taking out three people basically, uh, that were chasing him and throwing things at him and telling them we're gonna kill him and you know, uh, what do you get? You, you, you know, they, they always tell me that uh, because I don't want to take the tequila shot and uh, and uh, that I'm, I'm playing stupid games and probably will win stupid prizes. But, you know, that that goes both ways, fellas. You know, it was very real. The MAGA hat kid. Yeah. 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 Nick, well, Nick uh, Sandman. Sandman. Yeah, like yeah. I was really moved the way Savannah Guthrie was trying to, you know, bitch slap him. And he was just like, I was just trying to be respectful, man. Right. <laughs> it's just like you're an asshole. It's like whatever your opinion is, I'm not here to judge your opinion. You're it's like it's like the kid that shows up to court like because he got his first speeding ticket and he wears like glasses and a nerdy button-up shirt just to look less threatening. Yeah, that kid, man. But he was I he was so for real, don't you think? That kid? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that situation. Yeah, that that whole thing, like the the way they totally blew it out of proportion just based off of yeah. a fraction of this yeah. really long clip that Clearly, you could have found and told the whole story, uh, and they they just ran with, oh, this kid was obviously a MAGA, you know, douchebag who was laughing in the face of a poor elderly Native American man, and then you find out that this guy is actually going into, you know, disrupting other things, and he walked up to them while they were being screamed at by the black Israelites or whatever, <laughs> right. and uh, he's like banging a drum in their face, expecting like that's. He was the disrespectful one. All they the, the worst thing they did was stand there and smile and try to not get involved in the situation. I think it was the right to life march. And I think there were a lot of people there trying to provoke folks who went down to march for life. Oh, I'm sure. Especially yeah. in DC. They want you provoked in DC, man. Yeah. They want right. you provoked. Every time every time a counter protest or protest of any sort ends up in DC, there's people in that in that uh, in that march that are only there to try and get you to act out and do the wrong thing so that they can get good news cycles, man. I mean, that's really what it's all about at the end of the day, right? The news cycle? More than that. <laughs> Come on. I'm just, I'm, oh, I'm making a you're joke. Fucking with me. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I'm like, what? I gotta go, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, they want, uh, they want, they want civil unrest always, yes. especially in yes. D.C. because it just, you know, it gives them the opportunity to say, look, this is our this is our house. You know, this is that's why this shit that happened in the Capitol was they're going to hold on to that forever because it's like this was our house, guys. They broke into our home. You know what I mean? And they can use that. They'll be able to use that for decades, for decades. They tried to subvert our democracy, our democracy, it, it guys. Like it was what a thousand times worse than nine eleven for democracy. <laughs> oh, dude, it <laughs> was you know like that. it was like, worse than it screwed uh, Trump. Yeah, it didn't screw Biden. It saved Biden. Yeah, well, it's, it saved Biden. Yeah. We were waiting. I thought it was going to be a three day process. I was waiting. I'm like, what the fuck? McCon McConnell called it a day. What? What the Arizona is <laughs> only like four hours in. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Blew my mind. Well, it, you know, it's it's like uh, it's it's funny to me because the left and the Democrats. You know, if you if you uh, if you compare COVID tyranny to the Holocaust, which there's a lot of parallels, guys, I, I don't I don't know. Uh, Dan posted a really good post earlier that I retweeted uh, saying that, you know, Hitler tried to get them to believe that to get the, the people of Germany to believe that the, the Jews were going to spread terrible diseases. You know, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of parallels to what's going on here. A lot. 
That's uh, but why it, you're not allowed to draw them anymore. Right, but if I, I draw, so it was Hitler, but now, well, well, it's so funny because if I if I draw the parallel, right publicly the democrats will screech and screech and screech and their autism meters will be set off and they'll freak out but then they'll turn around and be like january 6th was worse than 9 11 i'm like are you fucking kidding me are you kidding me are you kidding me come on they've they've really curated this like fear of the other over the past you know since 9 11 really but like you know they really have done a great job with that, both like on the political spectrum, like all the, the zombie culture we've experienced over the past, you know, whatever, 10, 15 years, just dehumanizing, really right. getting people accustomed to that so that when it comes time, I think that that's, you know, that's the reason behind that. I had an observation today that was right in line with that. L.A. is talking about shutting down, like you, if you're not vaccinated, you can't go into restaurants, bars, whatever. But in Pasadena, which is right outside L.A., they're saying restaurants are okay. You can go in and eat in a restaurant, but you can't go into a bar if you're not vaccinated. And I'm like, oh, okay. Wait, mean, didn't, they, didn't just... they offer free beer if you got vaccinated, but now you can't go into a bar <laughs> if you're not va- How does this yeah. even work? I'm so lost. Well, I think that they're doing it because they don't want you to mingle. They right. need segregation is so you right. don't get to know each other. That's what segregation is for. Yeah. And if churches, you bring your own companion, in a restaurant, then you're not going to infect anyone with your freedom. It's just weird where they draw the line, you know? They can um, say, whatever infection is, it has to be an infection of, because in the restaurant, why? what's the difference? I don't know. Whatever. I'm sorry. I just think it's about the other. It's about making sure the other is an unknown, is someone you can demonize, is the zombie. Right, yeah. right, right. I saw a really funny... Uh, tweet uh chat in the chat that i need to read real quick if i can find it hold on it was it was for it was for dan okay i'm trying to see it i'm trying to see if i can find it again it's it might have went by god i'm so bad at these chats um at least ryan dawson's not here so we'll actually get to some of the chats (laughs) (laughs) no shit uh anyway where is it god i don't know if i'm gonna be able to find it you're worried about talking about tequila shots Right. <laughs> that, that's why that's why I've been hey, I've just been talking about tequila shots. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like, see, that's something that flags me a little bit. It's like how do some people get away with saying stuff that like I would never I had like a rules about when I was on the radio. I wouldn't talk I it's not like I had rules, but I was like, there's really no point in talking about certain subjects where people are so emotionally invested and it's very polarizing because if we come out on the wrong side of that issue then they don't believe anything else you ever say. So she's like a Zionist. I found it. I found the I found the, the... I'm a Zionist. Yes. Yeah. Uh anyway, oh. Oh, is Monica so the plant? The it's Monica. Like, like, oh, it's Monica the whole time. Monica points all the fingers at all these plants. Monica is the limited hangout. She's the one. Damn it. Do it. Uh, no, um, STG said in the chat. See, this is guys. This is why I appreciate super chats because I can see them. I find them really easily. I have to go back and look for all your other chats that I see during the shows. Uh, but STG said, uh, I love how you can tell Dan is used to used to being the craziest person in the room. And he's so happy to be here in good company. <laughs> Dude, that's my life. That's my entire show. That's the reason why yeah. I started a podcast is because I talked about this stuff and 
turned all my friends off eventually. Now I don't have any except for people who come on my show. And it's nice. It's refreshing to not be the craziest person in the room. Everybody, you, every, I'm not crazy. No, I am. I'm crazy for sure. But here's the thing. Everybody always asks me like, oh, how, okay. everybody always asks me like, how do you do this show money. five nights a week when you have seven kids and a full-time job? And I'm like, this is, these are my only friends, dude. Like I don't have, <laughs> right. I don't have anybody else. Like this is my hangout every night. Like if I didn't do this, uh, you know, I, I would just be setting upstairs, uh, wiping baby uh, spit and 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 eating dinner, and that's it. I mean, that's all I do. So this is my this you is my friend. Your wife time. would be a guest on my show. My, my fiance. Oh yeah, who's yeah. got the seven kids? Who's taking care of the? kids? That's her. That yeah, doing? she she could probably she'd probably do it. She'd probably she'd be yeah. down to do it. She um my fiance actually she actually is one of the founders of uh, Informed Choice Iowa here in Iowa, which is a medical freedom uh, anti vax. Um, nice. uh, program here, and she her biggest dream is to intern for uh, Robert Kennedy. So she's, I mean, she'd probably ah. be really good for that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're gonna have to delete that if you want to stay on YouTube. Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> Just mark the time. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. All, it out. Make it a joke. Bleep it out. Well, the that that she that she that Robert no, F. Kennedy. No, that you said the anti tequila word oh yeah well you, know, you should just have that. a little like tequila yeah. you know, <laughs> and she's uh and she's anti, she's anti tequila yeah i could i could do that i could do that if youtube actually does go through with this anti tequila thing where everybody who talks about that is wiped out we are all screwed for yeah. like yeah, every single episode that i've yeah. done over the last two years it's been in there in one way or another yeah, three of us are gone yeah. are you even on yep. youtube monica i when they took me, gave me a strike for criticizing Sheriff Israel after the Parkland thing, um, which was a show that I had aired on the radio, <laughs> I just stopped posting. I, oh, you know, man. so I have a channel. I do uh, this election integrity update every week and it, it doesn't go away. And boy, I can't believe it hasn't gone away. But the guy who comes on my show is in Atlanta. I always had a relationship with him because he used to come on all the time. Garland Favrito, and he is actually fighting the lawsuit that is, he's got affidavits and stuff about the 147,000 Fulton County mail-in ballots, which if the fraud they expect to see uh, is just in the Fulton County mail-in ballots, it would overturn the presidential um, electoral votes in Georgia, which wouldn't overturn the presidential election. But if the down-ballot races are even slightly um, more out of whack, then it would have changed the balance of power in the Senate. So he's fighting these lawsuits. And, and we thought it would be, that's why we were on the edge of our seats January 6th. We were like, it's going to be the 6th, 7th, and 8th. They're going to go through all that stuff. Kelly Leffler is going to fight the good fight, whatever. And uh, so when when the shaman overturned that, it's like, well, that guy's obviously working for Biden. And, um, but we're still, we thought his, he thought his case would be, he'd be able to inspect those ballots by then. That was January and it's October. So I do put that on live and they, they're not, they haven't taken, I, I can't believe they took one down, but I can't believe that they don't take my whole shit. What do I Monica, do you believe that our, our votes do anything? I never did, but this is the thing. Like I'm a little broad brush, you know, I'm a little 60,000 feet and it's like, well, voting doesn't count, whatever. And I started to realize that I, so I would talk to this guy who was an election integrity activist, totally nonpartisan. He wrote this book uh, about, I shouldn't out him. It's about another (laughs) conspiracy that probably doesn't need to be in his circles right now, but whatever. So um, I just, I feel like, I wonder if 
human history or the history of liberty is really just an exercise in kicking the can of tyranny forever. And we just like what we're doing, like this groundhog day of just trying to like hold ground and whatever, and maybe we need another revolution sometime or whatever. But it, I feel like all, all is not lost. And if we, if we really exploit the process and have that set the precedents on what mandates are, are like try to get the rulings in the favor of Liberty, that, that iron curtain is going to descend, but where it descends and how, you know, whatever, how close to the ground it is, is going to depend on where we hold the line. So voting, I think, no, I think if it could work, it would be good. I don't know. I mean, what what I mean is I like Ron Paul. Like if he could have won, it didn't have to be this way. I have that on a hoodie, same shirt. He won, yeah, he won mm-hmm. Iowa. I, I, let's just put it this way. I think it could get worse faster if we give up on the process. Right. Yeah, I I agree with you there. Like, I I don't think it necessarily does anything to vote. But if we can expose some corruption in the process, then that will at least, like, show people that this is all a sham or what have you. They'll have to try harder, which means it's going to take them longer to get what they want. And we may be able to lock in some 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 values like Germany. They they have really strict like civil rights or whatever. Like it's kind of hard to do certain things there because they were totally reactionary against the whole, um, you know, their past. So if, if you can lock something in, that's new, that's, that's a nuisance, like the 1974 privacy act, it's a nuisance to them. Maybe they don't pay attention to it anymore, but if these things are just nuisances, so I want to be a nuisance so that we can slow them down. But I always vote for Ron Paul. I do vote. I, 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 I have moral qualms about voting, but I do it. My mom has written in my grandfather's name every election for like the last two decades or something. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Who, yeah. who does he vote for? Well, he he's he passed away four years ago. But uh, no, I know. But who who has he been? Oh, she writes in his name. I thought she was sending name. in his ballot. No, she writes oh, in his so name. Uh, yeah. So Floyd Francisco always gets one vote for president. Every, does he? Every four <laughs> years. I've, I've gotten at least one won. vote for president in my lifetime. I, I had one friend. Yeah, a friend wrote my name in, and um, I'm I'm honored. Also, Tim Finnegan is uh, saying that me and Dave Casey should run as as a team for. I mean, that obviously, would we would be like Gary Johnson, Bill Weld. We would be running together as equals, and we would vote for Hillary Clinton in the end. Oh my god, <laughs> oh. Monica, do, do you think do you think that Trump was part of the plan or a wrench in the plan? Oh my gosh. I called it one month after he said the rapists are nice people or whatever. People hate it when I mess up that quote. <laughs> what he said was like, yeah, whatever. This is how, this is how I, within one month, I was like, that guy's an inside job, top to bottom. Yeah. And it wasn't all his history, which like I later found, or I grew up in New York, whatever, but this was the one thing. I noticed a pattern that someone will say something crazy or a policy thing that seems outrageous. And then very shortly thereafter, there's a psyop or false flag that totally supports that guy's opinion. And that's in the news all the time. And then the conversation is about that thing. So he said that. And then a month later was the Kate Steinle shooting at, on the San Francisco pier, which a lot of people don't remember, but I 
boy, I, I was like a dog with a bone on that thing. I was like, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> and I wouldn't let it go. I followed that guy, um, the immigrant who got arrested for it. And this was the thing. It was the story of this immigrant who got, who kept coming over and he kept getting out of jail and um, Trump was right and yada, yada. Well, that story was, I, I won't get into it. It's a very long story, but he Absolutely. The the gun was a government issue gun that he just woke up holding after having taken a bunch of pills. And they not only got him to uh, found not guilty, they even got him off on the on the gun charge and everything. And I and the guy who did it, I couldn't believe that justice was served, was an elected DA in San Francisco who had a history of of butting heads with the cops and the establishment and then about a year later, when he was about to make a film about it called Ricochet, or about to release his film about that Kate Steinle thing, he died under mysterious circumstances, very similar to the the doctor. Remember that speech? I'm that libertarian. Oh, yeah, yeah doctor. Uh, um, Mark Allen. Yeah, Mark Feldman. Yeah, yep. Mark Feldman, yep. Yep. yeah. Yeah, in a, in a hotel room with, the you know, hookers and needles and stuff. From a heart know? attack, like, yeah. Super stand-up guy. This this guy, um, Jeff Adachi. I don't. I, that story. When I just saw every step of that story, I was watching so closely. I was like, this was an inside effing job out of San Francisco. It was the it, and it was immigration guys. It was the sheriff there. And who else in San Francisco had to turn a blind eye to that? Not the DA, the public defender wouldn't, but I'm sure a lot of other people did. Sure, sure. Well, guys, we're uh, so, we're, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't know much about the Mark Allen Feldman thing, but that was like when I started getting into libertarianism was when he gave that speech and uh, it stuck with me. And then he died shortly after. Are you saying that there that that's not on the up and up? Uh, no, I never had any particular reason to think that was not on the up and up. I thought it was okay. totally tragic. I do think that they're very good at understanding who would be a powerful person? Like, I think they do computer models. Like, if you read the report from Iron Mountain from the 60s, they're like, we do computer models to see what event will completely change mm -hmm. the world down to, like, the tiniest details. I mean, he may be the guy that, um, Feldman, who, like, would have made that difference, you know? So they snuffed sure. him out. There's a chance of that. I, I think popular. that Anthony Bourdain is that. What? Yeah, he uh, was really po he was really he was popular. Really popular within the party. That would have stopped Bill Weld, right? I mean, he was No, I don't think so. No. No, he wouldn't no? stop. Okay. No, it was uh he he was running for he was running for president, uh Feldman, and he lost to Gary Johnson yeah. and and Austin Peterson was in front of him too. I think I okay. think that was year that was that year it was uh uh Gary Johnson Austin Peterson, John McAfee, McAfee and then Mark yeah. Allen Feldman was fourth, and then Daryl Perry was down there somewhere as well too. Which I, I didn't like back then. I was like, oh, this Daryl Perry guy's pretty fucking brutal and hardcore. I like him a lot. Now that I know He's Daryl damn per toaster man, He's yeah, now, damn toaster. He's very passionate about yeah, it. Now that I now that I know uh, Daryl Perry in real life, he's a giant piece of shit. I don't like the guy at all, but. You know, whatever. I heard that he changed after he got married, and now he's more. Well, he married. He married pill. a total blue pill loser, uh, Jackie Perry, who's been kicked out of her state affiliate. So, uh, but that's all. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Yeah, that's all inside baseball stuff. But uh, we're we're an hour and a half on the on the uh, public show. Of course, we'll do uh, members only. Uh, short stream if if Monica and Dave and Dan are up for it. Um, but uh, before we head out here, what do you guys got coming up next? And uh, where can people follow you, support you, take care of you, all that great stuff? We'll start with Monica, of course, the, the guest of honor. 
Thank you so much. So my regular thing is the propaganda report and our kind of flagship. I do it with my co-host, Brad Binkley. We do a daily news show every day, uh, news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. And then we have some premium stuff. We are on Rockfin where we actually put all that premium content now, which is pretty huge. And we're about to launch a um, live DMB once a week. So that'll be fun on Rockfin. And then Patreon, we have a couple of premium tiers there that so you can get all the good content but we also are doing a disappearing patron party tomorrow which we have guests we'll have to have you guys on sometime yeah, love and it on. disappears so you can say whatever you want and it oh, gets yeah. erased like the second we get off the air what people come and get oh yeah oh, like, that's cool i like that people a lot. count on that too because what they get up to in that chat i, oh, just I bet not know <laughs> and then we do zoom parties so we have lots of fun stuff that we do but mainly Basically, all our time we spend doing uh, just trying to keep up in the news every day and pull back the curtain on the propaganda, and that's why it's called the propaganda. Nice. Well, I'm I'm more than uh, uh, I'd be more than happy to come on your show anytime. Same with both of you guys as well. You know that. I still haven't been on Dave versus Goliath yet. I don't know what's going Dude. on here. I know. <laughs> Please, let's do it really soon. That'd be great. He's got a he's got a red velvet rope policy. None of us have been on his show. I'm just I'm just kind of. <laughs> exercise you know get it in like I'm, I'm 13 episodes deep i need to be a little bit yeah, uh, yeah. this is 100 this episode is 113 uh since march 3rd so yeah dude. i've been That's grinding incredible. dog grinding uh incredible dave where can people find you support you and listen to you all that great stuff uh yeah find me on youtube at dave vs goliath uh and as videos get removed i'm on odyssey as well uh, i'm on twitter and instagram and facebook and uh yeah follow me on all those good things um Dan, Josh, you know how fond of you guys I am. Monica, I have to tell you, I know I told you briefly before the show, but I'm such a huge fan, and I think that your show that you do with Brad, uh, no lie, it hasn't left my rotation top three since the beginning of the COVID stuff, and it's just so valuable. And wow, thank you. No, thank I you. I need to hear that, because I get a little, like on the radio, I had producers and stuff, and it's just us, and I'm like, is it good? <laughs> it really, I mean, like in the fog of the COVID stuff, I really needed it. I know a lot of other people did, and it's just, it's Thank tremendous. You, you guys. Oh, that really means so much it. to me. God, I just, before, before we move on to Dan, I want to know, I know exactly how you feel. Cause I like, it's literally just me. You know what I mean? Like it's me in yeah. my basement with like my little production thing going on. And like, like recently I lost, uh, I had like 63 YouTube channel members, like paid members. And it dropped to like 53 in like a week. Yeah. And I'm like, is it bad? Is the show bad? I'm yeah. like, babe, is the show bad? <laughs> like, Does nobody like the show? Yeah, the, the contribution, it's just like the emotional yeah. thing is just like, that's why I tell people, like, it says, she says like too much. I'm like, oh my God, I can't stop saying that. I'm quitting. I am just, <laughs> just going to make cocktails full time. This is just not for me. So I say if you um, make cocktails um, full time, you might end up in Congress. Yeah, yeah there you go. There you go. Uh, Dan Spots, you're amazing. Yes, sir. Where can people find you, support you, listen to you, all that great stuff? Uh, first off, I, I would like to say that you asked me if we have anything coming up and the thing that I have coming up is going and listening to Monica Perez's show. Um, and not just because everything she says is so on point, it's because I want to find the, the evidence to debunk Monica Perez and find out that she is in fact an, a fed and an FBI plant. Um, but no, th this has been great. Thank you so much for having me. You guys are all awesome and I love you all. Um, but uh, yeah, people can find me at thesystemisdown.tv. Uh, that has links to all this stuff. The, I'm on everything like Minds, Gab, Twitter, MeWe, all the stuff. Um, 
I do have some videos that I'm working on that I can't talk about yet, but uh, follow me at TSIDpod on Twitter and you will get them there probably first. So Nice, nice. Yeah, you, Josh, you, thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you, man. You think you could add my new executive producer to my outro sometime soon? That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to remind me. I know, I know. We're both a strange busy. way to do it, but we're I, both I appreciate busy. it. And it's funny because I'm like doing video editing now, but I have no idea how to edit a video that you've already edited. Like, I'm just like, no, sure. I can't even, I can't think of that. I can't think that sure. far ahead yet. Uh, well, guys, I'm a fan of all three of you. You know that. Thank you so much for uh, coming on my show and doing this wonderful, awesome stream. If you guys could stick around for like two minutes while I close out the stream, we can do the members only stream where uh, you know we're we're free to just say whatever we want. I don't care because you know when you do the the paid members only stream, YouTube almost doesn't even really moderate them anymore. So, uh, but thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. All right, guys. Another awesome episode of Break Cycle. What a cool crew. I, I, I'm hoping to be able to do the conspiracy couch shows. Uh, at least once a month, depending on on Dan and Dave being able to come on, um, and then what guests always with a special guest. Hopefully, first one was with Ryan Dawson. Second one, obviously, with uh, with the great Monica Perez. Uh, go check her out. Follow her. Follow Dave. Follow Dan. Uh, listen to their shows. If you listen to my show on uh, the audio portion, you hear uh, uh, an ad for Dan's show in every single uh, episode for like a hundred and something episodes. So uh, maybe it's time to check it out, guys. Maybe it's time to check it out. Uh, uh, become a member of the channel, guys. Become a member of the YouTube channel or the Patreon or Subscribestar where uh, the members-only streams get uploaded to uh, the next day or the day after. What do you guys think about this camera? Uh, what do you think about this camera angle? Is it okay? You guys, am I better up close? I know I'm uglier up close. I know that that's for sure. Uh, but I, I kind of like it. I kind of enjoy this. I wanted to be, I wanted to show the background still, but be closer and have the, the depth of field. So if you guys like it, let me know in the chat. Um, let me know in the uh, comments. Derek Slight, thanks for the $5 super chat. I love you too, buddy. Um, check out my sponsors. Of course, we have toplobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle, where you can get this great Joe Biden wear the mask shirt that I'm wearing today uh, by using BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Or you can join the Patreon, subscribe star, become a member of the YouTube channel to get into the private Discord. Discord server, which is like awesome. There's like 100 people in there. It's a great community. Uh, and you can get all of his new designs up to two weeks before they go to the general public at a 30% discount. It's really worth it. I swear to God, it's worth it. He's got great stuff. And of course, executive producers show anthemplanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, and personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. Um, they're awesome, man. If you own a business, go check them out. Uh, guys, we've got one more show this week. Tomorrow coming up from the walkaway movement, Mike Harlow. This guy's an amazing speaker. I'm really excited to have him on the show. Excited to find out his story and find out more about the walkaway movement. It's not something I really knew a lot about. Like I listened to the walkaway stuff uh, or I, I read the walkaway stuff on Facebook years ago, but I don't know much about it. So I'm excited uh, to have him on and talk to him. It's going to be fun. Am I too close? Is that, is that what's going on here, guys? I'm too close. Oh, I like it, man. Messed up. I think it's good. I think it's better than being far away. Uh, so just, you know, take the little vote in the chat and let me know. I'll see you tomorrow for the show with Mike uh, Harlow. Guys, join the YouTube channel. Come hang out with Monica and Dave and Dan and I in the members only where we're going to probably talk about 9-11 because that's what we always end up talking about in there. Uh, but I will see you tomorrow for the show with Mike Harlow. Until then, don't forget to break the cycle. To explain the lyrics of my life
Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's tsidpod.com because the system is down and truth is taking over.